Hi-ho, Mangarinos! No, I'm not channeling Ned Flanders, but Gordon Hathaway. And since that's the more obscure reference, the rules of the internet say I'm better than you. Last week was a lean one, what with only one episode, and I apologize for that. The psychic strain of your rebukes hasn't actually bothered me much, though. But enough of that downer crap. The good news is that while comments on episodes 2 and 3 are blocked, maybe forever, I think that I've trapped our spammers in the We Have Logo post, where they are welcome to multiply and devour each other if it keeps them away from the rest of the posts. So what's new with you guys? Okay, be quiet now. I wasn't looking for your memoirs. Sorry I asked. You're just supposed to say, not much, and leave it at that. Today's story might take you back to the days when life was carefree and your hair was on all of the right body parts and none of the wrong ones. Girls and boys, may I present to you, High School Days. High School Days by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Everyone that knew them said that Zeke and Allison had chemistry, and it was true. Seventh period in Mr. Hodong's room. What everyone didn't know was that they were sweet on each other as well. For their one-day anniversary, Zeke snuck the Graviton Collator out of the supply closet. Yes, you're saying this sounds more like physics than chemistry, and I'm sure it would have been called that when you were in school. And accumulated enough to mold a little kitty cat for Allison out of gravity. It so happened that the Gravitons he collected came mostly from beneath Mrs. Thaddow. She floated to the gymnasium rafters during the pep rally. Everyone thought it was part of the show and agreed it was the best pep rally ever. Miss Thaddow found some balloons and played with them until she was fished down by the Bat Snarers Club, which met in the gym the following Wednesday. Their treasurer, Demetrius, gave her his pickle sandwich. She'd been famished even before she floated away. That night, the two of them made sweet, sweet love in her bungalow while they listened to Jethro Tull. The guys in the band felt terribly uncomfortable about the whole thing, but they really needed the gig. It was about this time that Allison's gravity cat tore through the wall during its five-day binge of space-warping destruction. Not only did the little scamp destroy half of Miss Thaddeo's Avon decanter collection, but when it leapt through the lover's adjacent abdomens, it prematurely pulled one of Miss T's ova right down a fallopian tube. The next month, right there in calculus, Miss Thaddeo demanded that Zeke marry her and take responsibility for the child, as the whole thing had essentially been his fault. She also made him conjugate the verb curere, to traverse, 30,000 times. Yes, sounds more like Latin than calculus, but again, that was in your day. Zeke, being a gentleman, agreed to everything. But his hand went useless after about 5,700 conjugations, and he lived out his days playing piano pieces for the left hand. It was a pity that he hated the piano, but that's what he thought one was supposed to do in such circumstances. Allison was heartbroken when Zeke left her. She demanded restitution for the destruction of her future marriage. The judge awarded her 30 broken Batmobile decanters of Avon shampoo in marriage to a very old but still quite nimble Ian Anderson. No one came out of the whole business extremely happy, save for Ian. But hey, this is life. How many people do? Besides Ian. About as autobiographical a work as you're going to get from me. You can absorb this and other beams of light at my blogomania, the1000.blogspot.com, or stay right here at bewarethehairymango.com for the rest of your life and eventually take most of them in. You are responsible for housebreaking them. Send me your epistles as a comment on this post or at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Subscribe here on the homepage or get you some iTunage. Do whatever it takes to not miss a show. Resuscitate our flagging donate button by pushing down hard on it repeatedly for 30 seconds, then breathing into my mouth four times. Watch for my tongue. I'm not going to choke on it, but I tend to get frisky in life or death situations. This podcast effervesces with a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 United States License. 
One more time, you damn dirty apes. This is Matthew Sanborn Smith saying, if horse control is so important to you, don't lead one to water, lead it to taffy. Ooh, they love taffy. Good night.